Hello, and welcome to your new favorite team, the podcast that looks into what makes your team so special. I'm your host, Chris, and let me introduce my co-host, who wanted to do a podcast called Red Delicious Fuji and Granny Smith, a podcast where she ranks apples. Lizzie, Lizzie, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I did just want to, I'm really embarrassed for you, but it's it's Fuji, right? Not Fuji. Oh, I, I meant to say Fuji. If I said Fuji is just that, maybe that Southern accent cramp. Yeah, I was like, Fuji, that sounds Fuji. like that water, the fancy water in the square bottle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Fiji. I meant Fuji. I don't, I still don't think it's right. Fiji? Fiji? You think it's, no, it's a U. F-U-J-I. It's not Fiji. Fuji hmm. apple. Oh my gosh. No way. Yeah. 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 I Googled common apples for this. Fuji. Fiji. Fuji. Fuji mm-hmm. apple. Did you say that? I'm sorry. You yeah. We, I said Fuji apple. We'll listen back oh, to okay. it and we'll see. Yeah. But All right. So I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This week's Lily Other podcast was submitted by me. If you have a submission for Lizzie's Other podcast, email them in at Lizzie's Other podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm good, Lizzie. Now, I'm not trying to just be a jerk on the words that you just said, but you did call me Lily at one point in there. So I just. (laughs) Sorry, I get so excited. I get a little tongue tied reading off the script. (laughs) Um, Well, it's it's Sunday. Um, So happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's probably going to be happy Tuesday as well, because it'll be Tuesday when this is out. Yeah. Happy Sunday to you. Happy Tuesday to the listeners. Yep. That's polite. Well done. And if you listen in the future, happy whatever day you're listening on. Hope it's super happy. I hope it's great. I hope it's great. That's why you took time to listen to this podcast. Um, we I shouted out one of our email addresses. Lizzie, after we begged for it last week, we got an email this week. We did. Oh, we did, Christopher. Did it have anything to do with sports, the email? No, it happened to do with my... Spicy take on the the quote Guardians movie. Yeah, on the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, what I called a hot take. Um, Our new biggest fan, TC, emailed in to... I I think he was agreeing with what I was saying. Is that what you felt like? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I think... I think he was just saying, yeah. Yeah, I think it was right. Oh, he really? said it was a good movie, where maybe I described it as fine. He said it was a good movie. When I, but really, what I think is he said, "Oh gosh, I'm gonna email them." He must have a, like a very kind heart. Yes, I would. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a kind heart. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll say that. No, it was oh, very nice of him. Bad for them. And you know who didn't email us was the people that I told to email. Explicitly us. said, "Hey, mom and dad, please email in." They sure didn't. So they'll be not hearing from me. Not one email. It was tough. I I double and triple checked all week thinking Lizzie's going to get an email from her parents. And she did not one time. Yeah. So boo. It's tough. It's tough. Well, Lizzie, let's get into week three because it's here. It's happened. We are, like you said, recording on Sunday. And uh, we, we just want to jump into this college football season and just um, head right in. So let's we're going to dive right into the ACC. Wait. Three college football. Wow, that was intense. That was intense. ACC, you're up to bat. Oh boy! <laughs> and the bat has been—they've been striking out at the bat. The ACC. I was just gonna say things are looking grim again, but I didn't. Grim. 
things look grim. Things look worse than grim. I looked it up, and things are looking grisly. I had to look up a synonym for grim real quick. Looking and, yeah, grisly. Strangely, I prefer grisly to grim. Grizzly's wow. a little bit more cheery than grim. Grim is like real dark. I'm picturing cloaks, lots of yeah. skeletons, bones. Yeah. Okay, I thought grizzly looked worse, which I've got the definition here of grizzly. Oh, no, 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 no. This is just personal preference on the word. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you don't have to fact check me. Well, rough, rough day for the ACC. Uh, Virginia Tech went into West Virginia, lost. Michigan State beat Miami in Miami. Western Michigan beats Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Clemson beats – Clemson does win 14-8 to eight against Georgia Tech. But isn't but, Georgia Tech in the ACC as well? Yes, but Clemson looked bad in that game. Looked very bad. Uh, Georgia Tech I, had a chance to win it at the end. I had a category similarly to how you organize things. I have a category of bad wins, losses, sad losses, wins. Oh, and okay. The Clemson uh, Georgia Tech game was a bad win. Uh, it's a bad win. It's a bad win. And then to cop it, cap it off, kind of. Wake Forest beats Florida State 35-14 to to give FSU its first 0-3 start since 1976. Uh, Things are real bad in Tallahassee. Grizzly. Oh, yes, yeah. they well, are grizzly. They're for sure grizzly. But so Wake Forest is ACC as well, though. Yeah, so there is the like, ACC as well. Those two, Clemson, Georgia Tech, FSU, and Wake Forest, they all equaled nothing because it's not a win or a loss. It's just a big fat zero. Yeah, but I mean, if you're looking at it from a conference standpoint, you, Clemson needs to look better. You know what I mean? It, it, a losing to a really bad Georgia Tech program that has just been uh, just in the weeds or well, in the mud. Of course I know what you mean, because that's considered a bad win, according right. to my category system. Yeah, I'm just saying it doesn't quite break it even. You know, you were like, that's kind of an even. I just meant if we're talking about wins and losses for the entire conference, 100 conference yeah. team beats a conference team, then it equals nothing. Yes. You're Not right. really at all. Just humor me. I'm humoring you. I'm humoring you. But so, no, I, I did think I, I was shocked, because I didn't. I really watched the Clemson or Georgia Tech game, not really, but I was you a didn't feel like you needed to at the score. It yeah. was very low. Yeah, you know, it's it's I don't know. I mean, you after the Georgia loss, you go, no, Clemson's Clemson. They'll be fine. Like, let's see what they do the next few weeks. And then you're like, they're still Clemson. And then they have this close win against Georgia Tech. And it raises, you know, if there's some red flags that come up losing to Georgia, I think one or two maybe. But a, even a close win against Georgia Tech pulls up some more red flags. There's – look, I'm not calling the dynasty over. I'm not saying the wheels are off. I'm not saying, you know, they're not going to win the I ACC. I think you are. No, I'm I really not. I really, I'm really not. I, I'm just saying, you know, your ears are perked. Something's going on in Clemson and it doesn't seem good. Your ears are perked. Yeah. Well, I think – uh, those of you who didn't watch the game and can't just Google it yourself, yourself it was 14 to 8, Clemson. Yeah. yeah. And very. Georgia Tech has a chance to score late, very, very late in the game to win it. Have you – so there's – I've noticed a lot. We're, we're recording this about 5 o'clock, so I've watched a good amount of NFL today, NFL action today. And But there's this – they've done it for a while where they're just they, – they run the run and then they pitch it inside to somebody – they try to take them right behind the offensive line. That's what Georgia Tech lost on. And it's happened a bunch in the NFL today. It feels like a pick or fumble every time. It's just 
that play has not worked all weekend. Somebody no. needs to get another playbook by Monday. Let me get this straight. You got the people up front. You got yep. the people in the back. Yep. And they do what? They try and throw the ball. They're throwing it forward, but it's still, you know, it, almost like a run because they're not passing it forward. They're more pitching it forward. Now, Chris, when you use the word run, it's tricky because there's lots of running involved in football. You're correct. It's what I mean is it's you're cu- cutting in behind your offensive line. You're not throwing out to your wideouts or you're not trying to screen. Your offensive line is is blocking and you're trying to ah. find a gap there and you're you're pitching it forward. Um, you know, it's just it has not worked at all this weekend. People need to get it out of their playbook by Monday night or whoever plays tonight. Chiefs. Raven, this is dated, so I'm not even going to get into it. But it's it just hasn't worked all weekend. But that's not a good win. For, I mean, Clemson just looks bad. I I don't know. It's not all – I don't think it's all this quarterback. I think that quarterback, we saw enough last year to think he was fine. Um, you know, he's got huge shoes to fill with Trevor Lawrence, but um, they were shoes he looked capable of filling. I, I uh, Like I said, the red flags are up. The ears are perked about what's going on in Clemson. Things are grisly. Yeah, the whole conference is down. Well, there is one bright spot. I will say there's one positive, and that's that Carolina looks like who we thought they were. They, I, was, I was about to say, I knew you'd be ecstatic since they're – technically you weren't promised that they'd be this good, but you feel like you really wanted them to be better than they've been all season. Well, you know, you just there, – there was reason there to believe they were. Um, I don't know that I wanted it, but – they looked so good last year. They lost a lot of weapons, but Sam Howell looked capable of uh, of really being an elite quarterback. It's something the conference hasn't seen outside of Clemson in years, or I guess since Lamar Jackson. But it's – and he looked like it last night. I will say he threw about four – the first four passes he looked, uh, he threw. I was like – he was not throwing passes like this two weeks ago against Virginia Tech. I don't know if the confidence wasn't there against Virginia Tech. I don't want to guess that Virginia Tech's defense looked that good, but I will say <laughs> – That goes wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, he played with a different level of confidence the other night, and it was really impressive. Um, I think the big win for that game, too, was that um, uh, North Carolina has finally decided to discard the Argyle from their uniforms. So ooh, see, I was told those were throwbacks, and those Argyles are around. No, they're coming back. Yeah, I was. I, I read somewhere that those were their throwbacks, which I think Carolina's jerseys all look very similar to me. Uh, yeah, I liked the jer- the what they were wearing. Yeah, I didn't mind um, it. It looked distinctly Carolina, which is I, funny because I'm realizing there's always one team in a game that's like has some sort of mm, risky uniform, like just like yeah, they're yeah. really going for it. And then the other team is just like, oh, I know. How can we be as vanilla as humanly possible? We'll just write the name of the school on our jersey and put one color. Like I, and so I just sometimes I'm like, I don't know. I just I liked Carolinas. I was not into UVA's uh, uniform yes. for what it's worth. Oh, I think you know, UVA's looks fine. I was going to say on UVA's uniform, Carolina does have a dark, uh, like a royal blue or a dark blue uniform they wear sometimes. And last night I appreciated them in the Carolina blue because I had the Penn State-Auburn game, which we'll touch on later, on flashback with the UVA-Carolina game. And it was multiple times I saw those. Yeah, the UVA and Auburn jerseys are so similar. I I messed up multiple times cutting back and forth between the games. I'm like, oh, we're on this one. And we were not. I was wrong multiple times. It was kind of funny because they are, yeah, all for the most part, especially because Penn State, um, they look very – I don't – I mean, at some point, teams must be off like one shade – or something. Yeah. It was I like mean, 
Yeah. Very similar. No, yeah, but I um and I will give credit where credit's due. I don't know if this is factual, but they did say it on ESPN because I'm, and so I'm like, mm, okay, then I'm gonna choose to believe that a little bit more. I don't know if that's actually maybe that's not accurate at all. I shouldn't believe it in the slightest, but it's the 126th edition of that game. It is the old oldest in the south of college rivalry. Yeah, they that? claim it. I don't know if you remember in the Merv episode, there's some dispute there with Carolina and UVA, and I think. Florida and Georgia claim theirs is older. I think there's just some, but it's supposedly like the longest running or most played. Right. I, I think I think like, that's that's what they were saying. Wasn't yeah. maybe that it was the oldest, but it's the most it's been played, which was right. interesting because I would yeah. I don't know. I just wouldn't really think of that because they're not. I mean, are they rivals other than I mean basketball? Yeah, but I don't know. Well, they've been in the same conference. They've been they're, you know they're both like original ACC teams, so they've played a lot. I mean, that that kind of – does that make it a rival? I don't know. But it, there's – you play that many times, there's going to be some bad blood typically. There's something there. Yeah. Well, let's scoot on over to – let's leave the ACC because I could do 45 minutes on the play calling of the Virginia Tech-West Virginia game. Yeah, but we won't do that. So let's jump to the Big Ten. Uh, Iowa keeps rolling. Ohio State kind of gets it on. And I'm going to say this. Nebraska kept it close against Oklahoma, which I was shocked about. And there were rumors earlier in the week that, uh, that uh, excuse me, Nebraska was like, hey, can we get out of this game? Can we get out of this game? Which was insane and to, the, to the point that AD w- was like, hey, we were look- we were trying to make it an eighth home game to like help the economy of the town. It was like, nah, bro, you was running from Oklahoma. That's not – you don't look for an eighth game to like – you were like, we were going to swap it and play a home game against somebody. Like, get out of here. But Nebraska held their own. They lost, I think it was like 23-16. It was close. They looked okay. That's so fun. I didn't know that you could do that. Can you try and get – like, we're, how, who would have to permit, like, yeah, yeah, sure, no, it's no problem. It's just on the – it's on the, like, week. But, yeah, what, I mean, what would that do to just be like, you know what, we're thinking we we're going to do it, but we're actually just going to bail? Yeah, I don't think – you know, one of the most interesting things about last year and the cancellations and the – some rocky schedules and the, you know, they couldn't play this week is that teams were like super flexible and it was cool to see. I mean, one of the best things that came out of it is like BYU ended up playing coastal Carolina on like a four or five day turnaround. And before like Virginia tech has teams scheduled like 15, 20 years from now, but there were last year, there was this, um, this immediate, like, Hey, and people are calling each other on the phone, these athletic directors, let's do a game, let's do a game. And it was happening. And it was awesome to see, um, so I think if you just said two years ago, how often does that happen? Never, you know, now that we see there's some flexibility there and teams can, can flip it on a dime, maybe yeah. we'll see it. I, I don't, well, I don't like, think that'll happen, but I don't, it was imagine, to hear. I don't imagine they could just not play anyone for a whole week. Well, I mean, you, you have some scheduled bye weeks, but no, if, if, if Nebraska said, Hey, Oklahoma, like we're not going to come, you know, they would have to play a game, but I, they were, you know, it's, it, it got out there. So it must've happened. There were, there were, and the AD commented on it. it was like, yeah, we were looking for an eighth home game to try to, you know, they passed it off as trying to help the economy of the town, which is probably half true, but uh, just weird. I never really heard anything like that before. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, I love the, it just makes me feel better about all the times that I try and get out of things. <laughs> I don't want to do, you're like, uh, you know, actually I just feel like, uh no I mean I can't even think of a good excuse but it's like it's funny to see that a college was like yeah no we don't we don't want this this is not gonna be good for yeah. us no thanks no. Bail. is there a better feeling and there definitely is but one of my favorite feelings is like 
having something I had to do and bailing on it. <laughs> there is the correct answer is no, there is no better feeling. I love because then you're like, oh, I got this due today, and then you just bail on it and you don't do it and you're like well now i've got all this free time that i didn't think i had you know what's an even better feeling now this one is something that i'm classically known for so i call it the lizzie classic so it's classic yeah so you think to yourself oh i'm gonna go to this because i want to go to it you think i want to go to this (laughs) and then upon arrival you immediately decide i should not have come to this Mm. and you just leave (laughs) yes without now i am classic for just leaving Oh, same. Like the actually, Irish goodbye. That's an Irish goodbye. Though, like one time that I did this distinctly that everyone remembers is that I walked into someone's house and like someone's kid threw a football at my face. And I was just like, yeah, I, I just don't think I'm <laughs> feeling it. And so I, don't have then it I, um, I, I can't remember what happened, but I basically looked at everybody in the room and I was like, I think I left my oven on and I just left. Oh, gee, what a terrible excuse. <laughs> what a terrible I, like, excuse. Left and when I got in the car, like, you know, I was at a stoplight and I like got multiple phone calls and texts that were just like, so like, is that really what we're going to stick with? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. My oven is burning my house down right now. Yeah. My thing often is if I'm at like a, a party or gathering, when you get there, you say hello to everyone, right? And you take mm-hmm. sometimes 30, 45 minutes saying hello to everyone. And you hang out for a little bit. And then if you're going to leave, it sure. takes just as much time to leave. So I don't want to spend, I don't want to spend another 30, 45 minutes going, bye, it's great to see you. And you jump back in. No, I'll um, spend that. I'll go, hello. You. Yeah. Oh no, it's me. Because I, I don't feel like you have to say goodbye. I think it's implied. It's polite to say hello. I think like say goodbye to the people who are immediately around you and then leave. Yes. That's, I, I think we're saying the same thing, but so I just, I'm out the back door. I'm, I'm, I'm like, hello, I hang out for a little bit and then you'll, you can call me the next day. You know, what's funny is like one of the classic moments in my life where I see this play out the most, is like any kind of type of family event at your family's house. When I mm-hmm. get there and I'm like, you know, I, I, there's a, a our mutual grandmother. I feel like she's like, oh, did you say hello to such and such? Did you see such and such is here? Did you see blah, blah, blah. And so then when you make your rounds and you're all politely around, then I just hide. I'll, yes. I'll spend a, a good portion of time. Like I said hello to everyone and then like I'm gone because yeah. then you have to say goodbye to everyone. And you're yeah. like, I don't even so-and-so we don't have anything to say goodbye about. See you no. in 10 years, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had to be introduced to you again for the third time in the last three meetings. Yeah. We don't have to say bye. I thought you meant me. And I was like, no, 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 no. We, we, we know each other pretty well. We That's know so each other pretty well. Yeah. Well, so anyway, but yeah, well, But the big news out of the Big Ten is Penn State's big win over Auburn. Uh, I want to – this is something I'm going to run with. I want to try to keep up with all season. Um, Virginia Tech week one looked like the atmosphere of the season. It was early. It was was the Friday night of the first weekend. But the atmosphere was absolutely insane. You know, I uh, am biased. I will say that. But I think Penn State beat it last night. The whiteout for Penn State looked – absolutely like the best time in college football so far this season it was loud it was raucous it it definitely I think if that game's played on a neutral field maybe Auburn pulls it out but Penn State was absolutely rocking last night I was super impressed with Penn State last night I felt the same when I was looking uh like when I was watching the game it just seemed like it would be really hard to win as the team that wasn't uh, that like you know what I'm saying? Their home field, whatever. Yeah, home absolutely. field advantage was loud and true that yeah. night. But yeah. I, 
I also felt like, um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, that's basically all I have to say because Auburn, the score for those of you who didn't watch was 28 to 20. So it's not like they destroyed them, uh-uh. which I wouldn't expect they would, but it was still, yeah, it was just a good vibe. It looked fun. Now it's but, funny because I would think like, why would you do, well, their other color is Navy. I'm like, what's a white out if, but if your colors suck. Yeah. A white out has been a thing. It's not, it's not a new, uh, that wasn't new this week. They, they definitely pull it out for their big, uh, other big 10 matchups. Do other, do only certain schools do the whole like white out or like, you know, like, or is it every school in some way? I think it's become that? pretty common. Um, yeah. You know, I can't, I know for Virginia Tech, there's a white effect, an orange effect, and a maroon effect. And so they just, I think they like that the crowds look, you know, uh, it, it just is a cool aesthetic when everyone's in white or everyone's in orange, you know. Yeah, um, no, there's the the checkerboard thing. At, uh, yes. Tennessee. Yeah, that yeah. One, that one though always looks really complicated to me. I'm like, I wonder who like went up and is like right here, this line, this is going to be the line where we yeah. break it. It's going to be orange. Now. Yeah. 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 But it, uh, it, it has such a cool aesthetic and everything. So, um, but and clearly scientifically, it really gets the hype there. It seems to, I mean, I think, you know, I don't remember every whiteout because I'm not a Penn state fan, but it feels like a game that, uh, I, I they've had some big wins during these and it just, the crowds go nuts, and you're out there at Penn State in the middle of nowhere, and it it, it looks like a good time. I my new, you know, I've been lucky enough to spend, uh, you know, go to a lot of different games, but the goal would still to be a Saturday night at LSU, and I would love to hit a whiteout at Penn State. I think those are some of the, the I think that's added to the list of places and games I want to go to. Okay, here's a little random trivia that he didn't know I was going to ask him. Him being Christopher. Do you know, without Googling it, where Penn State is located in the state? Oh. Not like where in the state, but what's the name of the city? Oh, no. Yeah, you, you asked this, and I should know that. I know the city of Penn State. I know it's – oh, no. Oh, no. Ooh, loser. I know it. I know it. When you say it, I'm going to Because it. I, I knew somebody who moved there, and they uh-huh. kept – it's confusing. It's State College. State College, yes. And That's I was true. like – can you imagine how confusing that is because he was like well we're moving to penn state and i was like okay and i saw his wife later and she's like yeah it's been like a long move to state college and i was like oh you all switch schools and she was, <laughs> she was like what are you talking about and i was like i thought you're moving to penn state and she's like penn state is in state college and i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry wait no one has sat here and been like why did we name it that that's the dumbest thing ever hey names names stick and they're they stick what are you gonna do Penn State in State College. That's like naming, like, not like Ricky Bobby at all. It's like some, (laughs) I can't think, think of something that doesn't make any sense. And that's what it would be. Uh, Yeah, I can't think of anything. Smithy Smithers. Smithy Smith. That's a weird name, right? That's a weird name. But when's the last time you know a city to have changed its name? I know. I'm just saying, I can't imagine that they didn't think that through. Because if it's State College, it's like Penn State. Uh, don't get me started. It just makes no sense to me. Well, we'll have to look up the history of that because I'm sure there's a pretty interesting story there. I can there. already tell you right now, I will not be looking up the history of that. That's great. That's great. You know, <laughs> another note on the Penn State uh, big win is they had a lot of like uh, a lot of outside noise this week. Uh, their coach, James Franklin, uh, the so USC fired their coach, the University of Southern Cal, 
fired their coach Good this week. to clarify. Week. Yeah. And uh, James Franklin's name has been thrown out around a lot. And he had to like, you know, he was asked about it in the media and stuff like that and made a public statement and stuff like that that wasn't a no. I will say that. It was kind of left pretty vague. But uh, so it was, it was kind of an, you know, an interesting week to see everybody locked in playing hard on a week where you're, you, you know, everybody's heads could be turned because you don't know if your coach is going to be there next year was like a uh, Penn state, super impressive. That uh, is interesting drama, especially considering maybe all the fans got together and they said, you guys, we got to rally. We got to be really good fans. So he doesn't leave. And then they were like, I know, I know. And that's why it was so good. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe something, you know, he's not going to leave and he told the players that, but a lot of times that stuff leaks out and it's, he's not, he's not going to declare anything today. I mean, it's week three of the season. He USC's not going to fill that job for another three or four months. And I, you know, but he's a name on that list. I'm sure if there is a list already being typed up by USC. Um. So let's, that's kind of it in the Big Ten. We can go to the Big 12, which the biggest thing that happened in the Big 12 was West Virginia's win over Virginia Tech. Not a, not a lot of talk about in that conference. I didn't drive on one country road yesterday. So that's not great one. to see. I didn't either. I didn't I talk to any mountain mamas. <laughs> Out of complete solidarity for uh, Virginia Tech only. Only. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I um. I mean, it's just hard because I already – I'll just say it. I don't have a great taste in my mouth about West Virginia ever. Mm-hmm. So, it's tricky because I don't want to be like, you know, congratulations. But no. also, I'm crossing my fingers. And I didn't say it like that. I can see your head shaking. I just meant – I don't know what to say. I'm already yeah. super biased. You know what? We don't have to talk about it. Virginia Tech and West Virginia will play again next year in Blacksburg. Wait, I do have something to say, though, for what it's worth. Oh, as I usually do, okay. uh, is uh, are West Virginia's uniforms always that awful? I mean, it was awful. Yeah, it's, it's not. A, it's, yeah, it's that blue and yellow is not great. It's not. A, it's not a favorite of mine. I will well, say like, that the whole game was aesthetically unpleasing because Virginia Tech has its own color scheme, and then you got West Virginia, and I was like, oh, yikes. Yeah, they're not. They they do clash a bit. I will. <laughs> I will follow you there. Those those colors clash a bit. So yeah, boo. Yeah. All right, well, Lizzie, let's take a quick break. I'm going to hit you before you start to transition us so I don't cut you off this week. Hey, you let's know take what a quick I think break. would be good to do right now is yeah. to take a break. Oh, I think perfect. that would be really great. Yeah. Let's do it right here. And we're back. All right, Lizzie, let's get into the SEC. Our Never heard of it. College football overlords. Let's see what they're up to. Uh, Bama, Florida was a game. I think it was a game. I think we had it on our what we're watching and why. And I said, hey, it's the only thing at the 330 block. It ain't gonna be close. And man, was I wrong. It was close. It was so close. It was for those of you who once again are Googling it, 31 to 29, not too shabby. Can I say I'm gonna say something real quick? College football is very funny to me because last yesterday we had uh, two of the top 10 teams, two top 10 programs, probably historically, just two of the biggest football programs in college football. And with about four minutes left, the clock broke at Florida. And we had to keep the referee had to keep the time on the field himself. 
We are in – We there's so much money made in college football by people. And we just had a clock break with four minutes left to go in the game. And we all love it. We all go, we'll continue to watch this. We love it. I think, I think that's an excellent point. You're like, that's exactly how I feel about so many things. Like when um, when we had Land talking about the Egg Bowl, I was like, so somewhere in the world, somebody effed up the sculpture of a football and they said, you know what? We're just going to roll with it. It'll We're going buff. with it. How yeah. about we just call it the egg ball? You're like, really? How could we not have just recasted it? That seems like yeah. a great idea too. Like yeah. all these things you're like, what? I don't know. Maybe we had a backup uh, timer watch clock. That would have been smart to always right. have a backup. I mean, right. yeah, there's so many things in the world that have two sets of things. College football could have two clocks. No, but one clock. And we trust it wholeheartedly. And then with four minutes to go in one of the biggest games of the season of Florida-Bama and, and, and how close it was, and Florida's got to get a couple first downs and run the timeout, we'll just be like, the clock stopped working and the referee keeps up with it. Or even like a battery. I mean, you know, somewhere <laughs> in the crowd, some old person who has like like a switchblade on them and, um, you know, gum and like a paperclip. He also has batteries and could be happy to provide batteries for the clock. Yes, he could MacGyver it. Is that a reference you get? <laughs> no. Oh, well, speaking of apples, how we started this podcast, I was a child uh, before. Me and my dad used to watch the show MacGyver. It's like this 90s really bad show. And eat apples. It's a memory I'll have forever. Why Why apples? Is it's it, just our it, it was just like an afternoon treat. Did you now? Do you cut your apples up like a baby, or do you eat it on the off, <laughs> off the core? I'm very comfortable eating it off the core, but if you want to cut one, I'm not opposed to it. I'll dip it in a like caramel or just eat it. You know, it doesn't apples, always have to be. To me, are like one of those snacks where like people are very particular about how they eat an apple. No, I know a lot of people who are like Mm-mm, no skin. Then I know some people who are like you have to slice it really thin, and I'm like I don't. It's if, getting out of control. If you're getting picky about an apple we're not friends your britches are too big you are get too full of yourself get out of here eat your apple move on with your life and let's go if it has to be cut thin no and no skin that's a joke the skin you gotta eat the skin that's all the nutrition the rest of it's just water eat a seed or two eat, even eat a seed or two i don't know now about. get this this is the craziest way i've ever seen an apple eaten at an orchard they just rip them open like if you ask somebody like hey can i taste this apple the like Apple employees will just come and literally rip the apple apart with their hands. Boy, how strong every any employee at an orchard. You're telling me <laughs> any employee at an orchard buy. is strong enough to just rip an apple open. <laughs> you go to any orchard and they'll just say, Yeah, here you give it to me, and then rip it. I gotta think, I gotta think. No, I'm picturing someone g- grabbing the orchard, getting those fangies in there real hard and ripping it open. <laughs> and you're just eating where their fingers have been. No, you could. I mean, you don't have to like. Yeah, probably. Maybe they yeah. all have clean nails too. Well, yeah, actually, people who rip it. apples open probably don't take care of their nails. No, absolutely not. If you're strong enough to rip an apple open, you're not taking care of your nails. That's a way to eat an apple. But yeah, I I feel like Alabama was <laughs> yeah. not looking <laughs> as good. No, I mean I don't know. I don't it was know. A close game. Was I close. think it was impressed with Florida. Yeah, it was definitely a step up in talent. Uh, for Alabama, I think that could you could attribute a lot to that. I mean, they played um, Miami. They played uh, some small school. I, I'm really blanking on it. And then you step in, you go down to the swamp where only Gators come out alive. And Alabama did come out alive, but maybe a chunk taken out of them to continue mm-hmm. with the metaphor. 
but yeah, yeah, yeah. I was impressed with Florida though. They fought back. They held uh, Bama to to very few rushing yards, less than a hundred, and 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 you know looked really good. I, I mean, you have to imagine every team that's playing Alabama probably mentally is so fortified, like they're just coming up with all these probably strategies to just be like a level of anger and aggression, and <laughs> because it's Alabama, so you're just yeah. like you're going into it with. I mean, hopefully you would go into every game like that, but still it's Alabama. I think mentally you're going to go into it like just tooth and nail as hard as you can to try and do anything. Yeah, and then they beat that out of you very quickly. I mean, I think that's what happens. You come in hype, you come in pumped, and it takes about six to ten minutes, and then you're like, oh, no, we don't have it. Now, what percentage of this win do you think was uh, attributed to – just home field advantage at the swamp. Well, no, but, but it was at Florida, so there was no home field advantage. But, That's what I'm saying. Oh, For how much the win? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Florida was Florida looked like a fun place to be on Saturday night. Oh but, wait, I I worded that incorrectly. Yeah, That's, you did. That's how much me. were they boosted by the home field? Yeah, because I guess I just meant if most teams like they try and be hype, and then Alabama wears it out of them pretty quickly. I mean, they stayed pretty. Yeah, this much went the hype. opposite. Yeah, this went the opposite. Bama kind of got up early, and Florida just kept battling back and battling back. I, I think that's, you know, you don't want to lose, and I don't know that there's always an impressive loss, but to kind of keep fighting and battling like that, and and really throwing punches with Bama and. I, before it was a good, it was it was a good loss for whatever that's worth for Florida. It, it showed me something that I didn't think they had, hmm. and that's some fight, some grit, some if grit. We're go with our Grizzly Grim, they got grit. Wow, Grizzly Grim grit. I think we're only naming uh, chewing tobaccos. <laughs> Unintentionally intentional. That's right. That's right. Uh, the other big win and. Or, or just, yeah, I'll call it a big win. Uh, Ole Miss, I, I'm ready to see Ole Miss play somebody. Ole Miss beat Tulane 61-29 last night. I know our former guest and new friend, Land, was having a great time because Ole Miss looks legit. I'm ready to see them play. I, I'm going to pull up their schedule real they quick. Legit. They do. I, well, yeah, we heard about why. They got Lane. He's it's doing Lane, wonders baby. down there. He, he is, and they've got that cool mascot. And those power blue helmets that they maybe wear all the time. I don't know. I didn't watch. So next week, next not next week. Sorry, it looks like they have a week off. That's what threw me. Um, yeah, they got a week off, and then they play Alabama. So we're we're gonna see Saturday, October second. We're gonna see oh, what Ole Miss they play got. Alabama. Yeah. Which their next three games? Their next three games: Ole Miss, Arkansas, and then they go to Tennessee on the sixteenth. Oh, yeah, I'm going to that game. Oh, I was getting ready to invite myself to that game. <laughs> You're going to that come, game? Come on, we're, we're going to be there. Well, uh, you give us, you might have to give us like minute to minute updates on that Ole Miss team because I came away very impressed. They beat Louisville handed Louisville. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was like, oh, alert, alert. Louisville. Southerners, kick them out, kick them out. Uh, week one and looked, looked really nice. Uh, and Austin Pay victory. Okay. And then Tulane, you know. The, the the level of opponent so far hasn't been high, but you score they've average they've scored 43, 54, and 61. I was gonna try to average that real quick. I'm not gonna try it, but really scoring points. It's gotta be about 54 points to be exact. So um and I wanna so I, I, I like the way they look so far in this season. Yeah, no, I think I'm hopeful for them too, just because um uh our new friend and listener, maybe <laughs> land because <laughs> I just think he um, 
I mean, he gave us perspective on why it might be getting better for them. And if that's true, that would be really cool because we yeah. were already going into it like, I don't know. I don't really think about them, but now they're on the radar. So, yeah, they are definitely on my radar. It, like I said, they got a week off and then, um, and then they got Bama. Let's see who they are. Let's see what they got. Um, first off, I, we do, or not first off, this is like 15th off. I don't know. Oh, wait. I do have something to say about the SEC. You say your thing, but just know okay. Ole Miss, we've already talked about how much we, we enjoy Ole Miss's helmets and jerseys. Tulane has my favorite jerseys in college sports. No, and I'm looking it up. Consider look them up right now. Up. And actually, Lizzie, I'm going to make a request for this week's logo. Will you please make them in Tulane colors, our logo this week in Tulane colors? Interesting. That looks very similar to another color that – you probably is a fan favorite, which is Carolina. It's like Carolina and green. It's it's pretty close. It's pretty close. It's the the wave looks cool. They wore some throwbacks uh, this weekend that I really liked. I just think it, it, it's it, it's a good looking jersey color combo. I'll see what I can't do. But um, okay, so SEC. So here's another thing that I I didn't watch, but it was on my radar. UGA crushes South Carolina. Ooh. Ooh, have you checked in with Sarah? Have you checked in with former guest and friend Sarah? No, absolutely not. I don't want to no, no. start anything. But oh, okay. she, uh, yeah, rough. Not and get it because they're dogs. <laughs> no, but um, <laughs> it. <laughs> Got it. Got it. It was not good. No. It was forty to thirteen, which is sad because I think there's always this hope. Like they had a new coach, uh, South Carolina did, and and they were doing good against teams that were not great and then so there's always like that little like maybe maybe you know right. and then it, oh like what we're talking about with Ole Miss and then right. it was tested and it was annihilated well I will say this for Shane uh the coach there it's gonna take time I mean South Carolina is not the place you can come in and win you know like Ole Miss uh Joey Freshwater's had a year as the head coach there to kind of put his stuff in I, I think Shane if he can if he's if he's it'll take time. South Carolina is not a job you just come in and win. So, sure. But yes, that's a you know you you you're hoping for something more, um, and yeah. then it's not there. Sad day. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's move over to our last uh, conference. Let's move over to the Pac-12. Let me pull up my notes again. Why did I get away from them? Oh, no. This is a disaster. I don't even know where my notes are now. I looked up the Tulane jerseys. That's where it got me. Uh, Nothing interesting happened in the uh, Pac-12. Nothing. And that is it. Yeah. um, I can't say I watched any of the Pac-12 games. I watched not one of them. I was So we do our – on Saturday mornings, and we hope everybody's kind of tuning in or or checking them out on our Instagram. Follow us on Instagram, your new fake team. We do our what we're watching and why. And the one – game I forgot to mention uh, was the BYU-Arizona State game last night, which BYU uh, won, Arizona State did not, which I called the two schools that are on the opposite ends of where I'd like to party. Arizona State seems like a good time to party. BYU, there's no way it's a good time to party there. I'm sure there's some, like, underground places you can, like, get a soda. You can have a Coke, but... Underground, which is a big deal, because I don't know if you know, but traditionally... The Mormon uh, religion, yeah, uh, doesn't they don't they don't drink caffeine, so that was right. a good. 
I just Lizzie, to you just explained joke. my joke. When I say Coke, I did not mean a drug. I did mean the soda. <laughs> but thanks for explaining my joke. Dang, I didn't know. Uh, some people may not have gotten it. Yeah, don't be yeah. so We're not for the dumb with fans. your jokes. Uh, I, I don't think saying BYU doesn't drink soda is a niche joke, but okay. The only thing I can say, and it's, and it's only just to get us there, is that we start in the Pac-12 and we go, is uh, UCLA, a team that, that kind of you know beat LSU a few weeks ago, uh, was ranked, uh, lost to Fresno State. And Fresno State, a pretty interesting start to the season. Um, beat Connecticut, which Connecticut just should maybe stop having football. Only lost to Oregon 24 to 31 and then beat they UCLA. Beat, they beat Connecticut. Wait, did you say it was zero to 45? Yeah, zero to 45. I feel Look. like that's worth mentioning because I, I thought you were, when you said they shouldn't have football at all, I was like, oh, that's kind of mean. Looked at the score. It makes sense. UConn, UConn needs to make a decision on if football is for them. And I don't see how it is for them playing at this level. They are truly well, a program with – they make a decision to have a team? Isn't that kind of a decision? Yes, they need to reassess. They need to reassess if their program is going to play at this top level. Or if what? they're like, hey, we can go down a division – and maybe be more successful, not make nearly amount as mo- of, of money. They won't, the money won't be close, but it'll be something our school can be proud of. Because right now, it's there's nothing to be proud of at UConn. Or you know what they really need? What? A whiteout. Yeah, yeah. They well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> they, they need a whiteout every week from now until the end of the season, and then get back to us. But I wonder what it would be like to. I mean, we joke about the losses, even the ACC as a whole. The conference that we're uh, that Virginia Tech is a part of, things always look grim and grisly. But like, at least we don't have a score that's zero. Well, and it's but it's not really for what what I'm saying about UConn though is it's not like today UConn had a bad game or the first week of the season. This is years and years of 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 really bad football and. Well, how do they even stay? I I just can't imagine who would want to coach there. Who would want to go there? Like here, yes, who wants to go there? is a big question their coach randy edsel who was there left has come back uh earlier this season said hey this is my last season i'm gonna retire at the end of the year days later says actually i'm out today i'm retiring right now no he didn't yeah he said look we're done now randy edsel i'm not gonna sit here and say you're quitting because your team's terrible but he made a he made a choice there i don't who knows what's going on in his life Good luck to Randy Edsel. He's been a name in college football. Not a big name, not a good name, but a name in college football for many years. And, and, uh, and he just decided to kick it. UConn needs to talk. It needs to really have a discussion on what they're doing. Yeah. I just can't imagine that that hasn't already been a conversation for them. Like, Hey, so we're not getting better, you know, like anybody, anybody. Uh, And then your coach says, actually I'm jumping ship. So anyway, yeah, well, they joined the Big East uh, years ago, and then for and both for and Big East basketball was still something. You know, UConn is one of those schools. UConn, Kansas. I'm not even going to throw Carolina. Probably Duke. Carolina. It seems to be switching. We, we we've had that discussion before, where basketball is key, right? And UConn was like, "We'll join the Big East. We'll have some somebody to play in football, and but basketball is going to be elite." And a lot of the really good basketball programs then left the Big East again. And so UConn's left wanting to play high-level college basketball, but their their football program is so bad, I think it keeps them out of other conferences. Hmm. So 
they, they've joined, you know, for football. So they're they've, like stuck. They're just in the middle of right. nothingness. Which would almost feel like you could do something different where you go, okay, our football's going down a division. We are not going to participate in football, but we want to find a basketball conference. We want to find a conference to play basketball and some of other Olympic sports in. But when you're tied to your football program being terrible, uh, you know. No wants you. You're, you're a money loser. I, I mean, there's so much money in college football. Like we talked with Sean that if you're not bringing money to a conference, you're losing them money overall. Yeah. They have to pay another school the football cut and you're losing it for them. So I wonder like if they have two clocks though at their games. Do their clocks work? And if they do, that makes them better than Florida now. Yeah, I'm just saying, if they have two clocks and or somebody who's on battery duty, like and is poised and ready to run to Walmart any at any minute, like that's better than some of the SEC schools. So yeah, maybe yeah. they should really put that. I, you kind of anyone's listening to this, just you let me know. I'm a great arguer, so <laughs> we'll get on that. I and I will say that this is the last when I say they need to make a decision on football. UConn's basketball program is is fun and i hope they get back the kimball walker run in oh no my brain's failing me but the kimball walker run where they win the big east going through madison square kimball walker goes nuts and then takes them through the ncaa tournament is one of my favorite tournament runs of all time i want uconn basketball to be good their women's program is obviously elite and one of the best of all time it can continue to play but i want to see them i want to see them back at that level in both men and women's basketball so the men's side needs to elevate and their football program is is holding down their basketball program. It's it's terrible to see. So it's out of love that I say that they need to make a decision on what they're doing with football. Sure, sure. But Fresno State, that's how we got here. Fresno State looks good. I'm excited about what Fresno State is. Um, yeah, no, I, I think so. And watching all this, some of these games I didn't watch, so I, I watched a recap. This is just a something I kind of learned this weekend. Have you, do you watch the recap videos ever? Like, do you just go on and watch if you didn't watch a game? Yeah. You mean like go to YouTube and watch a recap video? Versus like, I don't always, because I'm not always home. So I'll like just yeah. watch the recap. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I really hate about them is that you hear the fans cheering for the first 30 seconds. So every like 30 seconds is like, ah, ah, W. <laughs> I this I think is a very specific reference. No, it's every single one. It's the most unsoothing thing ever because I realized I was like out and about and I was listening to one like because I want to hear what they're saying. So it was like up a little bit and it would be like cheering fans and it would go down, cheering fans and it would go down, cheering fans and it would go down. No, Lizzie, I'm I, I'm I don't want to just know to this, but that's not this is not an issue I've seen. I guess if you're watching highlights and they're giving you the fan sound, then every no, highlight. I think right. they have to because I've not been able to find one that wasn't like just ridiculously dumb. Okay. Okay. Well, we will start oh, a letter, Chris, a letter you know writing what? campaign. Remind me, we will start um, a letter writing campaign to whoever you got your highlights from. I don't know which company. Um, I, maybe you've heard of it. It's it's E S P N dot com okay we will write them letters and i'm sure it'll make a big difference and say hey fix your recap quality we need to well, I started thinking about it and i was like i mean i don't like talk about lazy people just not cutting the fans out so there's how that many, well how many times do you think they that how many re- recaps they had to cut in the last let's say 12 hours of just yeah, college that's football your job you know what i'm saying i don't think it's a one i don't think it's a one-man job i think that's probably a team you're cutting through those highlights quick yeah well, 
Well, Lizzie, this is it. We are, we are, we've, we've gone through week three of college football. And what a week it's been. It's been a week. It's been a week. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, our, we're on Twitter and on Instagram, your new fave team. Our email address is your new fave team at gmail.com. And we're, we're just going to keep plugging away with this season and, and just see where the podcast takes us. Yep. It's been oh, a morning, Chris. Lizzie just <laughs> yawned on Mike. Wow. I have bored her to death. <laughs> I was trying to back away. I couldn't help it. It was like, oh, boy. Um, oh it's boy. not my fault. It's been a party, Christopher. All right. We are out. Talk to you next week.